Hi, I'm Nikki. I'm a 90s hip hop obsessed, exclamation point loving mother to two boys. I'm a wife and a passionate digital designer. I spend my days doing what I love, which is helping women make money with WordPress, whether that's by designing and developing custom websites or helping teach women how to build their own thriving development studio. I'm here to share with you everything I know, all of the mistakes I've made so that you can take the shortcut to achieving your own version of success. To download my free guide to building your dream life, marketing your services, and booking dreamy high-paying clients as a designer, head to womenwealthwordpress.com forward slash freebie. You are listening to Women Wealth WordPress. Okay, so Shay is a soulful copywriter who uses words to help big-hearted humans grow their communities, elevate their wealth, and make the world a better place. She is obsessed with personal expansion, vulnerable sharing, and inspiring women to run their business in a way that feels pleasurable and is nourishing and sustainable, which is like a big part of what we're going to talk about today. So I'm so excited. (laughs) Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Very happy to be here. So just a quick brief rundown. Me and Shay met at the retreat last year. We'd kind of been online chatting and kind of acquaintances for a while. And then we met in person. And I think we both had a, oh, I'm so glad to know you moment. Like we just had a little spark. So it was really nice. And we've since then been chatting quite regularly on Instagram and keeping in touch. And I think it's so funny because me and you are like complete polar opposites in every way. (laughs) Everything you say, I'm like, I'm the opposite. But somehow we like just get each other. It's so funny. (laughs) On that, sorry, Nikki, to interrupt you. You know, and I'm sure we'll explore this more today. Like, it just shows that there is no right or wrong way to do business because everyone is so different. And I think the more that you can just honor yourself, run your business in a way that feels really good for you, like, that's actually the only path forward. So, I also love that about us that we run our businesses so differently and we have different goals that works for us. Yes, totally. And, like, this is something I've been thinking about recently is really getting to know yourself and what you like what you thrive in and stuff like that and harnessing that and letting go of the rest which I feel like you are so in tune with as well yes I actually think that has to come first in this it's really not something that especially when I started out in the online world it was more about know your niche and of course that's so important to running a successful business yeah but I I really do believe that the key for me and a lot of people I meet to running a sustainably successful business is knowing yourself first knowing yeah yeah, like how you thrive what depletes your energy how you want to work because if you just don't have those foundations the typical trajectory is that you end up exhausted and then you have to start from scratch anyway and of course there's beautiful learnings in that journey yes but I think if we can just prioritize that as soon as possible um, getting yeah and how have you like gone about doing that yeah is it like courses or journaling or like what kind of methods have you used to kind of like explore your own I think I like just came out the womb really interested in like understanding who I am like it's always just been such an intrinsic part of me to be introspective and yeah just really curious about having like that intimacy with myself yeah Um, so I mean I've done all the things like psychologists life coaches even business coaches who have helped me unpack who I am yeah Um, journaling meditation like just life really life has really been my playground for self-discovery and I think yeah I think if we can just go through our days with the intention of being curious like why did I find that triggering today when that did that yeah and like noting those things as well not just being like oh that's a feeling and like 
going yeah. through it actually yeah Absolutely. taking time to think about it and yeah yeah because there's so much gold in there there's so much wisdom it's oh, okay like maybe that means that I need this or I need to have this boundary or whatever so I think mm. even just that simple mindset shift around like yeah I'm going to be curious can really change the game Yeah. And I think that one thing about being curious is that you don't necessarily need to take things like personally or negatively as well. Like curiosity is like neutral, like perspective to come from. So if you're talking about clients and like things that maybe something didn't go well, or you got really mad or whatever it is, if you can switch into that place of curiosity and be like, okay, what happened? What could I do differently? What went well? All of those types of things. It takes that, that, I don't know, that kind of negative self-talk that we do to ourselves or like that guilt that kind of eats away into us the evenings and how we take our work home with us and things like that when we're already at home most of the time but yeah just that being objective and like also just loving like we're all human all of us yeah. have, have our moments probably daily where that self-criticism pops up so yeah I really love that point yeah okay so one thing you talk about a lot is building a pleasurable business so I love that I love that association like pleasure is obviously it's such a sexual word but it's like why can't you like be excited by your work like why can't you like have it make you feel whole and I don't know is there a reason you've chosen that word specifically instead of blissful or like something else or like and okay this is so much to unpack here but what does it mean to you to put it really simply a pleasurable business to me is just one that feels really good and I think you're so right what you said before like typically we're not encouraged to build our business around like this feeling state it's typically Mm. around like earning a certain amount of money or like achieving certain goals. But for me, I've just always loved feeling really good. It's my favorite way to live. And that doesn't mean that I bypass the bad stuff. I'm so comfortable with sitting in that. But yeah, when I started a business, I just, especially like after a few years when perhaps I was doing things that weren't very supportive of like my joy and my well-being, it just really became my priority to do things in a way that just was so nourishing and yeah, just felt really great for me. Yeah. But what I will add to that is going back to our like conversation before around knowing yourself. Yeah. Again, I just truly believe it starts there because in like your definition of what a pleasurable business mm. is so different to mine. And yeah. you can look to other people online and be like, oh, like they seem like they really love their business. So I'm going to replicate what they're doing. Yeah. Actually, it has to happen. It has to start with you. Yeah, that whole comparison thing is such a, yeah. Absolutely. And just an example of that, I would say about two years, I was in a stage in my business where I thought, okay, I want to grow. And pretty much 80% of the messaging out there was like, okay, in order to grow, you need to run a group program. And I tried it and God, I know it works for some people and God, I know that they love it. But for me, I hated it and I found it overwhelming. I found Mm -hmm. it stressful just I just felt zero joy in the process yeah Um, and what came with that as well was a live launch and I don't do live launches anymore they're just not for me they just send me into overdrive so that's why I say yeah different strokes for different folk and I learned the hard way unfortunately which sometimes yeah which is often the case if you don't go through that stuff it's oh maybe I should be doing that maybe I should be doing that and you see all these things and there is like a fine balance between wanting to grow and make more money and and trying to find like comfort in the here and now and like 
when you were talking about happiness before, it's all just joy and on an everyday basis. It made me think of that song, Pursuit of Happiness. It's like really, it's not something you get. It's something you live in every day through mm. practice and intentional actions, like over and over again. It's not a destination you reach. Yeah. And that does take, it does take trial and error sometimes. And it does take trying things and figuring out what works for you. And also, yeah, finding a place where you're happy, like with, with what you're earning versus how much you're working. And there's other ways you can scale up your income, like with digital products and things like that. So it's it's such a phenomenal world that we're living in, that we can build a business that suits us in mm. a way that like, yeah, it brings us joy. Just touching back on that curiosity piece as well. I think sometimes when we try something in our business and it doesn't work, like it can be so easy to feel like a failure. But I think if we can approach it through this curious lens of, okay, I'm going to give this a go and I'm going to feel into it and I'm going to see what unfolds and I'm going to be kind and loving. And if it doesn't work, oh my goodness, there's been so many rich lessons and nuggets of wisdom in that so much like that feels beautiful to me yeah not always easy to do yeah I totally get that yeah okay so one thing I remember at our retreat we talked about things that we were struggling with at different times and the thing that I was struggling with is that I'm a workaholic and I work too much and I take on too much stuff and then you were like oh no I've got to I've got to have this much like time and they've got to have this much time off. And I was just like, God, I love that. I just love that so much. So like, how do you ensure that you protect your white space or your like time off and time away from your business? I think there's so many things, but I think it comes down to what we value. I think if you are not just you, Nikki, but people generally, if you are not really valuing and being devoted to the white space and all of, you know, the beautiful things that come with the white space, Mm -hmm. like I think it's so easy to blur the boundaries and let things encroach on that. Yeah. So for me, it's pretty easy these days because it's just like my number one, like looking after myself. Yeah. And feeling well, it's just my number one priority in my business. And it's so important to me for myself, but also because I know that when I am my most well and happy self, like I actually serve my clients so much better. They get the best of me. And I think that when someone is handing over their hard-earned cash, they deserve nothing less. And this isn't to say that someone like yourself isn't still producing high-quality work at all. I just know for myself that I am in such a, so much more of a flow state when I've honoured my needs and my passions and my relationships outside of work. Yeah. But if I think back a couple of years ago, there was a real struggle element to it and it was a case of just sitting with the discomfort. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, like I said today, I'm finishing at 3 p.m., 4 p.m., whatever. Mm -hmm. I still have a shit ton of work to do, but I'm going to choose myself in this moment. Yeah. uh, And I'm just going to sit with the discomfort of that and accept that I'll probably be thinking about work tonight. But if I want to change the way like I'm showing up in my business and if I want to honour myself, like it's just Mm -hmm. a muscle that I'm going to have to exercise for a while and just get used to it. Yeah. And was there like a tipping point that kind of, like you say earlier on, you you maybe weren't so much like that, but was this like a specific incident that made you go, okay, I need to switch this around. I need to make this my priority. Or Mm -hmm. was it just kind of something that you found over time or how did you get to that place? 
This is a really strange example. Sometimes when our mums say things to us, it just really hits us rather than like some other person. And I remember I was with my parents for a bushwalk one Sunday and they picked me up and I came charging out of my house and I had a bowl of cereal in my hand and I was scoffing it down and I was just like in this state of flurry. Yeah. My mum said to me, she's like, Shay, you're just always in a hurry. And so that was, yeah, like the beginning of my questioning of, is this actually how I want to be showing up in business and also in my life? Yeah. That really got um, me. I just think this is, you know how you get things at a time when you need them the most? This is so perfect for me right now because this is exactly what I'm going through with having recently had a second baby and coming back to work in the way that I did with my first baby and just slowly realizing that's not going to work for me anymore. Like I have two kids, I've been in business for a couple of years and I think I probably have reached burnout multiple times and I just I just have reached this point where I'm like, I need to change something. And it's not specifically what I'm doing and it's not specifically how many clients I'm taking on or what I'm focusing on or any of those things. It's just, it's the whole picture, like how I live my life, how I balance my work, how I step away from like all of these things we're talking about. And so it's just so timely for me. And I saw this quote the other day and it was like, don't hurry, you're exactly where you need to be. And I just was like, oh my God, like I needed that so hard. And I need, at the moment, my my baby is just not sleeping at night. So I basically go to bed at 7.30 with him. And if I try and get up, he wakes up. Up. So I just lay in bed with him and look at my phone or read a book on my phone and do these types of things. And for a while I was getting like really like anxious and titchy and like lying there going, oh, I could be like writing an email or doing this, doing that, like whatever it is I need to do in my business. And then, yeah, I'm really taking a big step back and just trusting that I'm still going to be able to pay my bills. I'm still going to be able to do all of the things I need to do over time. I just don't necessarily need to do them all right now. It's beautiful. Yeah. I think it's a very uncomfortable place to be. It is. But yeah. I, think it's, I think it's a beautiful place to be because it's where change happens. Yeah. And I think the way you described it then, it makes it seem like this big, like a big shift needs to happen. But actually, yeah. sometimes even just the smallest changes can create like the biggest shifts for us. Mm. It could be, I'm just trying to think of something off the top of my head, but I don't even know. Like just having a slow morning, like community not starting work until 10 or something it doesn't we don't have to change everything all at once yes in order to feel the way that we want to feel and like these things build over time and even just inviting some ritual into our work sometimes Mm, yeah lighting a candle or a gratitude process before we start working for a client like just these little things can completely shift like the energy of how we're working Yeah. yeah yes I love that Yeah, I've been thinking about, um, I used to do like quite a long morning ritual, miracle morning practice before I had my first son. And I've just been like feeling like I really need to get back to that. Even if it's just, even if it's not in the morning, because if I get out of bed, my baby will wake up. But even if it's, and even if it's not every day, even if it's like once a week, just to have that thing that makes me feel whole. And I have been like trying to do other things, like been pretty consistent with walking and getting to the gym a couple of times a week and eating really well and all of these things that are definitely an improvement on last time I had a baby and last time I went back to work but yeah it's like stacking things on top of each other yeah. and like getting to a point where 
yeah, where you feel happy and yeah. all of those things are in tune, which is, I feel like I'm getting there, which is really nice. Beautiful. Yeah. That's so nice. And just when you talked about doing things that make you feel whole, really made me think about the importance of self-connection. I think the more connected we are to ourselves, the more that we can actually notice when mm. something is happening in our business that feels out of alignment. Yeah. I know for myself that, yeah, like when I'm really all up in my head and I'm just doing I'm just so unaware and I'm just on a hamster wheel and the more space I can create to, yeah, just like reconnect with me, the more Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, actually, maybe that's not how I want to do my launch or whatever. Yeah. Um, So I think it's such a supportive thing to come back home to yourself. I love that. Come back home to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And shut out the noise and just, yeah, reconnect with yourself. I love that so much. Yeah. You just mentioned like, like when you feel out of alignment or what, like what kinds of things in your business is it clients that kind of make you feel that way or like like launches like how do you decide who to work with and and yeah I'm pretty lucky in my business that I do generally tend to attract my perfect people yeah um and I think that's just because I'm really clear like in my messaging and if someone was to take a journey through my socials it's pretty clear like the human that I want to work with yeah Um, but a big hell yeah for me is when someone say emails me and they're like oh my god Shay I have to work with you they're not (laughs) looking for a copywriter like they want to work with me and every time that happens um, it's just the most beautiful co-creation experience yeah Um, and very often if someone comes to me with a generic email that looks like it's just been like cut and pasted to multiple copywriters obviously I'm still professional and polite Mm. but uh, I tend to protect my energy a little bit more yeah yeah. Um, and not and take, it, take it on with a grain of salt if it goes ahead and then yeah yes, absolutely and not go like above and beyond yes to yeah. respond to all their questions or whatever yeah it's yeah. just something that in the past I would have because yeah. I thought like I was just so desperate yeah, yeah. business work and I thought that bending over backwards and going over the top was what I needed to do to yeah. draw clients in but in terms of like protecting my energy and again, pleasurable business. I really Mm -hmm. only want to be creating with people that I really want to be creating with. So I'm more than happy to let people slide and go elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually recently you put out these templates about having awkward conversations with clients and I purchased them and I love them. And I'm like, I would spend every penny again, like for even just one of these emails, I've used one recently and been like, that just paid for itself. And one of the ones you have in there is like turning away a potential client that's not aligned, which like I... I think that's a hard place to get to in your business. Like you say, like when you're early on, you're like, you just have to take all the work. There's never going to be any more work. Like it's like, again, it's a rush. Like, but I'm getting to this place as well where I'm like, I really need to decide who I want to work with. And I think when you do feel that alignment and you do get those glowing green flags, that's when you do your best work. And that's when you're like, that's a portfolio piece that's going on my website. That's something I'm really proud of. Like you say, it's like a co-creation thing. Like everything's coming together for this like creative magic to happen um, which again makes you feel good because it's like you've accomplished something you've like succeeded in something you're proud of like what you've created and obviously it's going to help their business as well that's a really lovely place to be and I think it feeds into other things as well like when we have created something that has brought us joy and we're so proud of it just it excites us it like we're more inspired to show up on socials and share about it and feel that like it's just like this whole 
whole, yeah, this whole energetic process. Mm. Whereas on the other hand of that, it's we don't want to show up. It doesn't feel exciting to like mm. work on this stuff. We don't want to share it. We can't include it in our portfolio. Perhaps like the testimonial they provide isn't up to a standard that we would be yeah. really happy to share. And yeah. for me, I'm like, that's just not worth it for the money. Yeah. I don't really care how much they're paying mm. me. Yeah. It, it's not feeling great along that journey I'm just not of course we all have bills to pay but yes for me like the what do you call it not the risk but the downside of it doesn't outweigh like the financial benefit yeah the pros and cons yeah I get that yeah yes okay and so on the flip side do you have any red flags or anything that you like what kind of makes you think when you're not in alignment with a client a recent one for me I used to offer payment plans yeah and now I don't and if someone comes to me especially if they're asking for like just a really extended payment plan that's cool like we all have our own budget yes. considerations but I'm probably not the person for you yeah um and, you know, like and that's totally fair. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Totally fine. And I think when I have done payment plans in the past, like it just makes my life harder because yeah. I'm putting all this energy and time into a project and then I'm not getting very much money. And then, of course, mm-hmm. it impacts other areas of my life. So that now is a bit of a red flag. Yeah. And then in terms of copywriting, and I guess it would be the same with design as well, it's people who are really particular. <laughs> And I guess when someone says to me sometimes, I actually love writing my own copy, I just don't have the time. Yeah. Because they often have a very clear idea in their mind of yeah. exactly how they want it to sound. And that's difficult. Yeah. yeah. And I'm that person. I have invested in people to help me write before because I just don't have time to create in my own business. I'm just nitpicky and I end up yeah. just pulling everything apart. And yeah, like I'm a terrible client. I'm a terrible mm-hmm. client. So for me, like they're not really the kind of people that I want to be working with. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking like back to some projects where I've had people that just go, yep, everything's approved. I love it. And then I have others that are like, can you reduce this by 10 pixels and make this color and like, you know, all of those things. And I'm like, yeah, we all have both of those in our business and it's just something we have to go through. But yeah. And I guess that is part of your messaging as well is if you just put yourself out there exactly with the type of work that you want to do and the type of clients that you want to work with that just results in you getting those type of clients that have that do trust you and they have less revisions and stuff like that that's a really good place to get to I love yeah and look it does take time hey and sometimes in yeah. the, like, we do have to be a bit more flexible yes I think it is a beautiful when you get to that space in your business it's it's a beautiful space to be able to work yeah. everything's a lot more in flow yeah totally totally yes and have you ever taken on a project that you've had to cancel or end a relationship after it started? Yeah, I was actually thinking about this question. And I was like, should I share this or should I not? And I'm going, I'm going to yeah. because I think being transparent about running a business is very mm. I haven't let a client go, but I have had one client let me go. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah. And it was even more interesting because it was someone that I knew very well and I was in a co-creation process with them like we were exchanging money but we were supporting each other yeah and it got to a point I think we were supposed to be working with each other for about three months and it just got to a point probably about four weeks in where she just said you know I actually realized that it's coming back to that red flag I just spoke about like people who are really particular yeah like how they want something to be communicated yeah Um, I'm a copywriter and that is my job to be able to communicate how someone um, Mm. wants 
wants it to and like in the voice of their brand but she was someone who was just really particular and that's really beautiful and for the piece that we were creating together she just said I think actually this needs to come from me yeah and so it ended and it was a very uncomfortable situation but it was the most beautiful opportunity to like invite in kindness myself and remind myself like this doesn't mean that I'm a failure it's really just an incompatibility Um, and someone thinking that they needed a certain kind of support and then realizing thanks to that process that it wasn't what that they needed yeah Um, yes I haven't ditched anyone but I've been ditched I'm trying to think if I Okay, I've recently, I haven't been ditched, but I've broken up with two clients recently. So it's been, it's been a time for me. But yeah, it's just come back to what, at this moment, what I, what I care about more is my peace and my time Mm. with my children and my time away from my business and realizing how much capacity I actually have. And then when I was finding some stress was like bleeding into my life away from my desk. Um, and like anxiety, like keeping me up at nights and stuff. I was like, okay, this is not worth it. So I actually have refunded about $5,000 worth of work recently. And just, I just, it's just not for me right now. So again, this is where I used your email templates and it was actually really well received at the client, which I remember putting it, copying and pasting it and being like, thank God I don't have to write this because that would be a whole heap of a bundle of anxiety anyway. But then when they came back and they were like, things happen for a reason. I totally understand. I was like, wow, thank God for that. This is an important point too. Like we can communicate boundaries and do really hard things like break up with clients in yeah. a way that is so respectful and kind. Yeah. And you don't have to drop a bomb. Yeah. You don't Great. have to drop a bomb. And it's like no one is necessarily to blame. Like yeah. that person I was talking about, like I I know that I'm really good at what I do. You yeah. know, mate, it just was, like I said, an incompatibility and mm. it happens in any partnership, whether it's business or in life, like just be, yeah. just because we come together doesn't mean it's going to work out. And um, yes. I think it's beautiful to be able to communicate that in our businesses. Yeah. And realize, yeah, what's the best path forward? Like you don't need to be throwing good money after bad and like throwing good time after bad. You yeah. can draw a line and move forward in a different way. You don't need to continue in a way just because you you'd committed at the start and yeah like you said you haven't done that and I've only done it twice but it's like one of those things that it's not going to happen all the time but you have to be willing to make those decisions at some point I think yeah and now that I've gone through it actually like one of them I'm actually still going through and at the time before I was about to send the email and stuff I was like oh no what if she leaves me a bad review what if this what if that and I'm like actually at the end of the day like I have done everything I can in like upholding the parts that I've completed and the parts that I haven't completed I'm like happily giving her a refund and if they take this personally or if they decide to leave me a bad review because at first she was trying to get me to keep working with her and I was like if it results in a negative outcome that's just part of doing business and I'm actually like willing to take that on to not have to finish this project basically and yeah it's just inevitable that stuff's gonna happen and more like that we grow and expand like we're faced with different challenges yeah and yeah every challenge like I said like now that I've gone through it 
I actually, I'm so proud of myself for protecting that space and I won't hesitate to do it again in the future, but I also will be a lot more cautious about what I take on. And it's given me some tips for like kind of refining my contracts a bit to make sure that they're like streamlined and things about clients getting content to me on time so that I can start and things like that. Because this project is actually a project that's dragged out for over two years because I waited for things from the client for a year and a half. So that's a lot of mental headspace to have taken up over the last year and a half. So two years. Yeah, that's so much. Yeah. Like a recent boundary I've put in place that was quite uncomfortable, but it was with a a retainer client and we started a new contract and I put in the contract, if I don't have content to me by day day and time every week, I won't be creating for you and I will still charge you for it. Yeah. Um, And I've had to implement that and it felt really uncomfortable. (laughs) But again, like honoring my own time and energy and like the space calendar and like my finance as well. And I think as long as we communicate clearly, and I think this is where clients are incredible because we know where we stand, we know what the boundaries are, then we're still acting in integrity, I believe. Yeah. And I think, I think that's really important because you would have blocked out spaces, especially as a retainer. That's, you wouldn't have taken on anything else to fill that space, which means if you didn't make that charge, your income would have been less for that week. And they're probably not going to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. probably respect your time a little bit more going forward, which I think is really important too, especially for a long-term client. You need to have that, yeah, that positive long-term interaction so if they're giving you what you need you can get your work done and then it's gonna result in a better outcome absolutely yeah okay I wanna because you're a creative as well like I really am so interested in this like white space piece what do you like to do in your time off and like what do you do to recharge and like get inspiration and get energy and stuff yeah you mentioned hiking I know you do a lot of walking and stuff like that don't you I love just wandering around I come to life when I'm in new spaces it could be as simple as being in a new street in my suburb that I've found before but just being exposed to like newness yeah really brings me to life that's so Um, cool yeah I'm pretty lucky because it's very easy but Yeah. yeah for me Every week, I notice if I haven't been exploring, I notice like my creativity dwindles, my joy diminishes. So having just something, even if it's just once a week where I get outside of my normal routine and I'm just exploring something new, it really brings me to life. Yeah. And I think we talked about this recently with you were planning a trip and I was planning a trip and I was like, I'm the exact opposite. I just want to go to the same cafe and eat the same food and do the same things. And yeah, it's, I just think it's so funny that we're so different in so many ways but I don't even think I watch movies twice okay I remember when I was I haven't watched a movie in so long but when I was like in my early 20s and I was hungover I would watch Sex in the City every weekend that was my thing (laughs) white space piece too I think what made it easier for me in those initial stages to step away from my business and honor the white space was actually having something locked in to look forward to so yeah. it could just be like I had a, a run with a friend booked in or I had a trip to the yeah. sauna. So it means like I have to get off my laptop. I think having like other appointments, other life appointments scheduled in that you're committed to can be really helpful mm. if having those boundaries between work and life are a challenge for you. Yeah, it's definitely a challenge for me. So this has been such a great chat. <laughs> okay, so there's also a few questions that I ask every guest. So I'd love to go through these. How do you feel being a woman? has influenced your business journey? 
I think, um, you know, because we've talked about boundaries a lot today, just through that lens, I think it being a woman, it made my journey a lot harder, actually, because I think the times are changing now for the generation that are coming through. When I was growing up, little girls were taught to be seen, but not heard and be polite and say things that went against the grain. Yeah. And I think that, you know, in my prior to copywriting, I was a social worker and yeah. this is not related to like my gender at all, but it was reinforced in a way. Like I just do as I'm told. And even if I don't like something, that's in my job description. And so coming into my business and finding my voice when yeah. through like my gender and then my work experience yeah. had been shut down, it yeah. took many years of um, yeah. practice and discomfort yeah. to um, yeah, to find my way through that. And how long have you been in business now? Just a bit of a side note. So my business journey has not been straightforward and I started (laughs) online while I was still a social worker but I think in terms of making money offline it's probably been about six years okay yeah I've been saying recently as well like I find a lot of parallels between business and motherhood and I think like motherhood has changed me in so many ways and it's made me so confident and so strong but vice versa for business like when I look back on who I was like yeah six years ago or even in my last job I'm a completely different person now and it's led me to trust my intuition and back myself and follow my bliss and like all of these fucking amazing things that like I just wouldn't have it any other way and like you say like things are changing there's so many women in business now and I just think like it's a whole new like movement of like how different is is the world going to be with all of these women experiencing the same thing like it's just smile on my face right now it's so (laughs) I think yeah like time's are changing they have changed and I think yeah I just feel so grateful Mm. to be a woman in business now and to have so many incredible role models out there and especially for me like there's just been this really big shift away from the hustle culture yeah uh, which has been just remarkable for a sensitive human for me who wants to run her business in a more gentle way. So yeah, yeah, just love being alive and serving online at this time. Yeah. But without the hustle, that's the key part. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And what's one thing you've done to influence your money story, which this kind of ties into that hustle piece. Like, yeah. Yeah. I've done many things because my money stories run deep because I grew up in I would say it was probably defined as poverty. So there's a lot there. Two pretty transformational things I've done that are quite, they're polar opposites. But one was I worked with a business coach called Amy McKenzie from Designing Her Life. Just for her in case anyone for a coach. He just had the most beautiful way of taking me to the depths of my soul and helping me to really unravel my money stuff. And they're still there. They're probably always going to be there for me. Such Um, a journey. Yeah journey but she was wonderful she was incredible yeah and then on the pole opposite side of that I would say in the last year I've just become way less attached to how much I earn in my business I've stopped placing so much importance on it yeah and really push myself to see like where I'm successful outside of other ways yeah dollar sign and yeah I was looking at, we're getting ready to do our tax at that time of the year. And I was looking at my income for the year thinking, oh, I probably took a significant drop this year just because of how I was feeling. I was feeling pretty rested mm. and I don't feel like I'm yeah. very much. And I've earned pretty much the same. Interesting. Yeah, it was really 
interesting. And but just just the energy behind this year, I haven't felt like that push to keep doing more. And it was really beautiful to see. So made the same amount. That's so great. Yeah. So kind of like really opposite, like really focusing on the money side of things, and then also just letting it slip away. And it's funny, like again, this this is probably one of those like money stories and money lies that you have to unpack. One of these beliefs that you have is, oh, I haven't been as on it. I haven't been hustling. I haven't doing all these things, so I made less money. But actually, the opposite was true. And sometimes we have to have those like nuggets of proof to actually believe them ourselves. Do you know what I mean? To change that belief or to think differently. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, I love that. And actually creating space to look for those nuggets of prayer because they're really easily missed sometimes when we're just like on the treadmill doing the thing, but Mm. they are so They don't align with your current beliefs. I think it's easy to like let things go, let things slide. Yeah. It's like when you buy a red car and you only see red cars, it's yeah, but so powerful for our, like, rewiring and, like, yeah. mm. to take note of them. Yeah, agree. Yeah. I love that. Okay, so, and what's your number one, like, website tip? Like, normally I say WordPress, but I think I'm sure as a copywriter, you have plenty of good website tips for us. If your budget permits, and I understand that it doesn't always yeah. at certain times of our journey, get the help of a professional if it's not mm. a point of genius. And I'm talking yeah. about photography, design, and yeah. copywriting. They're just, like, the winning trifecta for me. Yeah. And yeah. I think that it can be so damaging. Even if you have a professionally designed website and the copy mm. just falls flat, the message yeah. off, there's no clarity, it's not going to convert. Yes, I um, agree. And vice versa. If I sometimes I create copy for people who are just starting out and fine, they don't have the budget to invest in a web designer, but it just, you go onto the site and it's just missing something yes it's not as memorable it doesn't make you go yes like right away yeah Yeah. and we're so busy and we're so stimulated that I think we don't I don't know what the stats are but it's like a few seconds or to yeah I'm pretty sure yeah to catch someone's attention yeah yeah absolutely so I think that we have to do everything that we can to support Mm. us and I'm not someone who's interested in just like throwing money out willy-nilly like in my business but I think that there's certain foundational pieces that we just need to invest in yeah yeah and I agree with those three as well Mm -hmm. I think that makes a huge difference and I was having a chat with a friend the other day about this and like basically at at the moment and specifically I'm probably more talking about service-based businesses but you can start a business with almost nothing like it used to be the fact that you would have to sign a two-year lease you would have to invest in all this product e-com obviously you have to invest in product still but the cost to get copy a website and some photos done you're looking at like 15 to 20k and you have the potential for unlimited income like for the rest of your life you have a whole new business kind of thing so it's like we really need to flip that narrative of not having the money to spend because like sometimes you do have to invest to get forward and I do understand sometimes when you're starting out you might not have 10 grand or 20 grand or whatever it is but like you can do those things over time and yeah stack them on top of each other as well but if you do them from the start you'll see such a greater return from the start your business journey will be a lot smoother you'll start making more income right away and a higher income so those things are definitely worth investing 
missing it, in my opinion. <laughs> I totally agree. And I'm yeah. thinking then too, it's it's like the psychological aspect of that journey as well. So if you're starting up and you haven't invested, yeah. like it's harder to sign people up to programs and you struggle and that yeah. affects us mentally, that it impacts yeah. our mindset, which impacts like our business. So if we can just give ourselves the greatest chance of, the, of success from the get. Yeah. And really interestingly, I just, I'm working with a startup at the moment and she has invested in those three things. She's also very clear on her messaging, who and how she's serving, which is obviously so important. And her first launch and made six figures. Wow. Obviously, it's not just because she has a great website. There's so goes into it but she just has taken it really seriously and it's really pay off for her yeah that's so cool yeah really cool I was so stoked oh, tell me who she is yeah. <laughs> I love following other women who are succeeding and doing cool things yeah. inspiration awesome thank you so much for coming on today um where can people find you on Instagram where can people find your amazing templates and all of that goodness as well yeah so Instagram is just my name Shay Johnson underscore and then my website Shay johnson.com.au amazing so good and i like i highly recommend your templates i actually shared them in my woman wealth wordpress group and i think a few of them brought it as well so yeah they're so great i'm not great with words i feel like i'm quite i'm too short sometimes so yeah <laughs> these <laughs> things that i could just draw on when i need them i'm never good at everything mickey <laughs> i know that's true and yeah that's one thing i'm like i'm willing to spend money if it makes my life easier so yeah totally. <laughs> have a lovely day and i will see you on the gram Thanks, love. Thank you for listening. If you love what I do here, you can connect with me on Instagram at Seedling Digital or at Women Wealth WordPress. I'm always up for a chat and I'm a complete open book. So feel free to email me with any questions or check out my website, womenwealthwordpress.com. Until next time, aim big. <laughs>